Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode of Lifeline. I'm your host, Sarah Wilkie, and this week we are going to talk about dating slash singleness, kind of. First, I want to say singleness is a gift. It is a gift that God gives us so that we may devote all of our time to Him. We're just going to jump right in. Um, I know this week is Valentine's Day. I just felt the Lord put on my heart to talk about singleness and the importance of it and that it's not just a waiting stage for marriage and pointless and waiting for something better. There is so much waiting for you in singleness. The Apostle Paul, who wrote several books in the Bible, was single his whole life. And in 1 Corinthians, I think it's 7, he just talks about how I wish all of you could be like me and this way that your interests would not be divided. Y'all, singleness is a gift. You get to devote every minute that you can to God and you will never have less responsibilities and things to do because once you get married and you get kids, it's a whole lot more, um, which are also blessings. But um, singleness is the time we have to completely just devote to God. So I'm going to kind of walk through a few questions kind of that came to mind and just talk about each one. The first one is, are you healed? Second one is, are you in love with God? And are you centering relationships around God? So the first one, are you healed? The point is, is that we're intentional in the time with God, praying, Lord, where there is brokenness still inside, would you please heal me? Because it's not even just that we want to be healed for our spouse. It's that we want to be healed. and We want to feel the goodness of God. And we want to let his mercies pour into us every morning and his unending grace and his love. With the way that the world is these days, uh, there's not a lot of good relationships happening. And I speak from experience. I had a few relationships throughout high school, none of which were awful, but um, nor were they one Christ-centered or two very beneficial for me. And so any relationships, I mean, whether it's family, uh, whether it's family trauma you're dealing with or whether it's relationship trauma, friend trauma, anything, God wants us to come to him and he doesn't want to just make you feel a little better. He doesn't want to just fill your cup right to the top and just stop there. He wants to overflow and pour into you and pour into you so that you can overflow into other people. He doesn't just want to give you the bare minimum. He is a God of infinite love that's almighty and wants to heal every broken piece that we have. I'm going to mention <clears throat> I'm going to mention a few things from this podcast, but I will put it in I'll put any resources I talk about in my Instagram story when I post this episode. But uh, one of the first ones is a podcast and it's by J.D. Greer. He's a pastor um, and he did a few episodes on singleness. 
Um, I would highly encourage you to listen to those two. They're very good. But he talks about just the whole preparation for your spouse. Not a lot of people necessarily prepare prepare for their spouses anymore. It's just like, oh, I'm going to date who's ever there. I'm just going to um, date whoever shows me attention or just whoever I feel like. I don't want to marry them, but um, I mean, why not? Uh, they're not they're not my spouse, but what could hurt? Um, and I mean this in the most loving way, but a lot could hurt. And you may just be causing more hurt in your heart that you're going to have to deal with at some point. And it's not even just for our future spouse. I mean, we want to prepare for the day we meet Jesus face to face. We want him to sanctify us in ev- more and more every day. Anyway, back to this um, podcast. He was saying in the preparation for our spouse, and he said that the common misconception is that when we get married, all of our problems just poof, seem to go away, which is very much not true. He said, there are no such thing as married problems. There are single problems that you bring into marriage and that they're magnified or blown up once you get married because they don't just heal. Marriage itself doesn't just heal. We need the God of healing to heal us. Marriage, nor money, nor drugs, nor anything else can heal us. It would only be putting a band-aid on a bullet hole. God wants to heal you fully and redeem you and your story. It's just up to you if you're going to let him. I personally struggled with a lot of things coming out of relationships. I honestly, for so long, didn't believe that there was a man out there that would love me the way that God intended for me to be loved. I thought, you know, probably not going to happen. I'm a little bit weird. I'm a little bit crazy. I, I don't, I don't think that someone will ever like truly love me enough. And there's so much power in our thoughts and our words. And so I would joke about it sometimes. And I was having a conversation with a friend about a year ago. And I don't know what we're talking about, but I said, well, you know, that's, that's if I'm, you know, someone ever marries me kind of as a joke. And, and he turned to me and he said, Sarah, why do you think that it's so impossible for someone to love you? And I was like, what? (laughs) Oh, like, dang, I really had just made jokes about this all the time. But before I knew it, I was truly believing this lie that the devil had planted in my head that I was unworthy of love and that I just was, you know, too crazy, too weird to for someone to fully and truly love me, which is not true because God fully knows me, fully loves me, and he created those things in me. And if he created those things in me, he will create someone else to absolutely love those things about me. And it's not easy. It's not easy healing from several years of lies you've told yourself or several years of hurt in your heart. But know this, God wants to heal you more than you could ever hope or imagine.
The next thing is, are you in love and fully pursuing God? One of the ways that dating and marriage and everything goes sideways is because people's expectations on the other person are not possible. And I don't mean to not have high expectations. You should. But it's the expectation of you need to fill me. You need to complete me. I can't live without you. We hear these things day to day and it just has become normalized. If you rely on anything in this world to complete you and make you whole, you're going to be disappointed because everything on this world is temporary. God is the only one that will truly never leave your side. He will never leave you nor forsake you. He's with you every second of every day. And he's reaching his hand out to you and and he loves you. He loves you wholeheartedly. He'll never stop pursuing you. That's what's so cool about our God. He will never give up on you. He'll never stop chasing after you no matter how far you go. He'll always be right there. So are you pursuing God in every aspect of your life? Not just, oh yeah, I spend, you know, half an hour with him a day and then kind of completely forget about it as the day goes on. A prayer that I think has really helped me is, Lord, would you align your desires with mine? And if any of my desires are not yours, please remove them. Are you pursuing him in every aspect of life? Every tiny detail? Are you praying to align his path with yours? Because if if you are praying this prayer that he would align his desires with yours and the desire to be married isn't going away, that's not a bad thing. Marriage is a beautiful thing that God created. And if you have that desire in your heart, I do believe he will give you it one day. But all in his timing, because if we rush things and if we wanted them to work all in our timing, our plans are microscopic compared to what he wants to do with us and with our lives and what he has for us. We just have to trust that his timing is best. I don't know if I'm saying this right, but it's Habakkuk, Habakkuk 2.3. So it's when the time is right, I, the Lord, will make it happen. And so it comes with us surrendering and giving our, our desires to God because if they align, he will give you the desires of your heart. You just have to let go and let God because the tighter you hold, on something, the tighter grip you have on something, the less room he has to work in it. The last thing I kind of want to talk about when it comes to preparation and just looking out for um, your future relationship is, are you centering, is that a, is that a Christ-centered relationship? In 2 Corinthians 6.14, I believe it, it talks about, um, do not be unequally yoked. So if you're pursuing someone who doesn't know God and isn't a Christian. I mean, that verse says, what is like, I forget. it's like, what is light compared to darkness? You don't want someone who's going in a different direction than you. You want someone who's going the same way as you at the same pace, same speed. In that podcast I talked about earlier, he says, you just focus on chasing God. And at some point, You'll be chasing God and you'll look to the side and there'll be someone else running the same speed and the same direction. You're not tugging them. They're not tugging you. You're not going left. They're not going right. You're going the same way. So ask yourself 
in relationships that you're pursuing? Are they Christ-centered? Is this relationship making you love God more? Is it is it helping you to be more like Jesus every day? Or is it pulling you back? Or is it leading you to sin? Is it hindering you in your relationship with God? I know that that can be a very tough pill to swallow. And, and I've had to realize that in relationships so many times. And it never makes it easier. But ultimately, you have to look at life when it, with an eternal lens. And that you want to grow closer to Jesus and become more like him every day. Just a little bit every day. And so as I kind of wrap up, ladies, I want to speak to you. Don't settle. Don't settle for a guy that does the bare minimum. If you ever catch yourself making excuses like, but but he just, you know, he just had a hard, hard past. Yeah, a lot of people do. Gotta give it to God and get healed. But if he's dragging you down, that's not going to bring you closer to Jesus. I know you want to help. I know you want to pull him up. But you can't. Only God can. And you can help him get to know God. You can introduce him to God. You can pray for him that God would help him up. It's not your job to pull a man out of the darkness. I promise you, he will only drag you with him. I had the lens of looking at relationships like, ooh, I can, I can heal, I can heal that. I can fix that. Like I can, I can change it. I can change them. (sighs) Trust me, I've told myself that several times. You're not going to change him. He's only going to change you. Only God can truly change hearts like that. And maybe, you know, God will change hearts through you. But you should never step into a relationship with a man that you're having to lead. I'd encourage you guys to make a list of non-negotiables. Because when it comes to your future husband, you want a man that will lead you well. Is he going to lead you to the bedroom and to sin? Or is he going to lead you to Jesus and make you fall more in love with Jesus every day? Because if you pursue this relationship to the point of marriage and you get married to him one day and you have kids how is he going to lead your family is your daughter going to say I want to marry someone like dad and is your son going to say man I want to be dad when I grow up or are they going to grow up hoping that they're nothing like him you want a man that will lead your family to God and to love God you don't want a man that you have to lead Ladies, that's not our job. God designed both of us for each unique purposes. And don't get me wrong, we have a very, very big purpose in marriage, but it's not our job to lead the family. Don't date potential. Don't date him for the man that he could be. You don't want to keep having to say, oh, but he'll change. He has so much potential, but... But you just haven't seen the side of him and you can't change him to get there. You got to let go and let God. Because I promise you one day a man will pursue you wholeheartedly. And you won't even have to question. He will make it known that he's pursuing you. And he will cherish you and he will lead you well. As we approach Valentine's Day, I know it can get a little tough and a little sad and a little lonely. But cling to the promise that God is preparing someone 
better than you could ever hope or imagine. If God takes something away, he's either going to give it back or he has something better for you. Trust him that he's got you in his righteous right hand. I pray that this episode would reach the heart of those who the Lord is tugging on and that he wants to heal you and make you whole. And that he wants to show you that there's better. I pray that as we approach Valentine's Day, that you would remember that you are already fully known and loved by the God of the universe. And I pray that you would let go and let God be your lifeline. Thank you for joining me again this week. We'll see you next week. 